Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of UFO Encounters Worldwide. This is your host, Jesse Peake, MUFON field investigator in the state of Pennsylvania, city of Philadelphia. Uh, today, we have a pretty cool episode. We have guests from Dockside Media, Tyler and Chris, and we'll be talking about their new documentary called Conscious Contact, Full Disclosure. I watched it this past week, and it was very well done, full of great information. I highly recommend it, so go and check that out. We'll be diving deep in how they made the documentary um, and how they how they actually went through and, and got the questions they did and the people they did to have on the documentary. So that'll be pretty cool in itself. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to one of our longtime listeners, Tammy Cummings. Thank you for donating and sponsoring the show. We really appreciate it. Everything helps and it goes a far way. And thank you for listening every weekend, weekend and week out. Um, so we're going to go ahead and dive real deep into this. So strap on them seatbelts. We're going for a ride. All right, welcome to episode 34 of UFO Encounters Worldwide. This is your host, Jesse Peak, and I'm joined here by Dockside Media with Tyler and Chris. How are you guys doing today? Doing excellent, Jesse. Thank you so much for having us on, and we are we're super pumped to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Awesome. Um, so I watched your documentary last week. Um, excellent job. I really thought you guys did a really good job. Great information. Um, the people you had on there were really in, in, informal. I mean, I mean, they had tons of good stuff they were giving out. Um, so what, what all does it, how does it, what all goes into making a documentary? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we can, we can talk about how, uh, conscious contact came to fruition. Yeah. But uh, as far as the broad question of what goes into a documentary, honestly, I don't really know, um, we just kind of built this thing based upon, you know, the interviews and stuff we had and try to combine that with uh, the more creative narrative storytelling that I am experienced with to create something that we thought was both informative and entertaining. So that's kind of where I'm at with how it came to be. But Tyler, you want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, well, I think great question, Jesse, and, I, and hopefully for your listeners out there as we kind of peel back the layers of this onion it encourages them to be like wow you know what i i bet i could yeah start or go film a documentary absolutely um, I, I bet i i bet i could start a podcast um so for us yeah it started with chris uh like in the beginning of august of 2021 saying hey tyler uh, we had done uh we both have individual production companies oh, okay where we do uh, music videos short films commercials for various companies um some like live performance work uh, but we had not we had not done any documentary work up to date and chris just had said hey uh dude what if we yeah made a documentary together and then you know released it and and uh maybe we could build a following and start a brand okay. and <clears throat> it was just i was like yeah let's do it and the first idea was the seven gates of hell which happens to be like a local legend near where i live in lancaster pennsylvania oh we're both from uh, pa how about that yeah right small world <laughs> yeah and so as i started researching that and finding you know the legend is if you go through these seven gates um or through these seven gates uh, after midnight, I believe, uh, after that, like when you go through the seventh gate, um, you like are instantly transported to hell. So I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds very fascinating. I'd like to see how this legend came about. And, and it uh, turns out, though, and... Tyler, if you go through that seventh gate, it just takes you to Columbia, PA, which is <laughs> not true. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I'll let you determine whether that is hell or not. Um, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm not actually, yeah, it's a I, nice I, little town. It is. I hope there's no river rats out there uh, getting <laughs> pennies in a bunch. We mean no harm, no disrespect at all. You gotta have a list. <laughs> Good quick, <man>. Chris. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, we were going to do that, and I started, yep, researching property deeds and and who the you know the owner was of the property to get that interview, et cetera, et cetera. 
And then I just so happened to stumble upon Anjali's story yes. on Reddit. And she's one of the, the main uh, people uh, in this documentary. And I saw that she was given that public press conference uh, in DC, which is like two and a half hours away. Right. And she was so you guys were actually there. Go ahead. You guys were actually there uh, recording her when she did the speech. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I said, Chris, do you care if we pivot to something with like uh, aliens and UFOs? This lady's going to, uh, she's a former uh, like defense intelligence officer. And she says that she's been communicating with, you know, beings uh, like extraterrestrials in a, in a mountain in the Mojave Desert. She's going to disclose a team to and form a next, uh, form a team and disclose those members and uh, have an exhibition out there to collect data. So I'm like, well, dude, if this person is going to do this in front of the Lincoln Memorial, yeah, I gotta be there. Right. So I ran down with all three cameras, um, set two up on tripods. The other one I was running on a gimbal. I threw a lav mic on her. I'd spoke to her beforehand. She let me put a lav mic on so we could get clean audio. And, um, and, uh, and then they actually were having issues doing the live stream themselves. They had like a nice broadcast camera there and were having issues connecting it to a computer for their, their quality live stream. And people in the crowd were asking, Hey, can I need a link for a live stream? And so I just stepped up there as well and said, Hey, uh, you know, I have a TT productions YouTube channel. And I, you know, I can live stream it to that and gave them the link. And so uh, that ended up just getting a tremendous, tremendous amount of views. I don't know if it's at 70,000 or so now. Wow. Um, just a lot of people were tuning in to watch that live stream. All right. Uh, yeah. And then from there, we just, it was like a thread. We just kept pulling and we found Sue Walker, who led us to Clifford Mahuti who's a Zuni Pueblo elder. So just the idea of, oh my gosh, the, the history and knowledge and wisdom from this man yeah, him uh, being on Ancient Aliens and other shows, you know, the, the story, um, we did not really go in with any script or preconceived notion. We just kept pulling on this thread and it led us from one person to the next until we had enough interviews and we just said, man, we dude, the story is in there and we will... Um, yeah, we will we'll find it. And Chris, to his credit, he did the final edit on the documentary. And what a what a fabulous job he did interweaving those five stories into an interesting, informative, entertaining, and thought-provoking documentary. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm a big documentary guy with the UFO and the U and UFOlogy. And uh, I've seen a lot, and there, there's a lot of them out there that aren't good at all. But you guys really came through with that, man, and really gave some really deep information that needed to be put out there in the mainstream. Uh, so you guys, I give you all the credit for that. I really appreciate the job that you guys did on that. Oh, we appreciate that. Now, I will say from our perspective is, honestly, we are not very big documentary people. And we didn't go in and research anything like format wise. I didn't watch any other documentaries i just we just kind of like approached it like i would any other kind of uh narrative maybe film project because mm -hmm. that's where my experience is from and so i think that maybe sets ours apart or maybe gives it i at least hope gives it a different feel and um just something that sets it you know away from the other alien documentaries um because you know, it's a very distinct voice that's probably not the typical voice you're hearing in those kind of uh, movies. Right. I see a lot of problem with the other documentaries is they had the same people on over and over and over again. And yeah. The people that you guys chose for this documentary are, are, are important people, but you don't see these people all the time. And the information they gave was new. It was fresh. You know what I mean? It wasn't the same old, same old stuff. So I think you guys really excelled there. And it's great. I, and, and I think that's a, a, um, also to do with the timing. Like it was a very quick turnaround, um, you know, starting in August and it's been done now since I guess the end of October, early November. Um, so that information is, you know, time sensitive. It is 
it is relevant now. Um, it's not the old, like you're saying, not old, old known name, known quantities retelling their stories for the 50th time. These are these are people that haven't really been, you know, to uh, haven't been exposed, you know, to the to the uh, wider audience yet to hear their stories. Right. Absolutely. Um, and that's that's what made the documentary what it is, um, because you get tired of hearing the same old stuff over and over again. Um, just like there was a new documentary out called The Observers, um, and it was all the same people again, you know. Um, and then yeah. I seen yours and it was like, wow, man, the, the difference is just it's incredible. Um, that's that's really cool to hear. And, you know, talking about like um, alien stuff, because we, Tyler was saying we, we were going to originally do the Seven Gates thing. That was just interesting to me because from narrative stuff, I'm a big horror and sci fi guy. Okay. Um, that's my jam. Like, that's what I love. And so it was only natural if we were going to do documentaries to kind of go in that direction as well with stuff that interests me. So I think like we did another documentary as well that's done called Second Chance. And it's a really important uh, program in PA um, to help people who have drug abuse issues and stuff. And we were kind of hired to do that. And while I enjoyed editing that and making that, I didn't <laughs> nearly enjoy that as much as something like this because even on top of like the interesting and stories these people are telling i just love the all the things that go along with this stuff you know what i mean like the the sci-fi themes and stuff there's just a lot of cool um elements to making something like this absolutely yeah it's completely different from any other subject um and that's yeah what, that's what makes it stand out um, so have either, either of you guys ever had a UFO sighting or anything like that at all? Are you guys educated on the subject or? I, I would say, um, man, I'll get to that in a second, Jesse. Okay. But let me double back to bro. When you're like, dude, it was just refreshing. Yeah, go ahead. To see the, the, the format uh, of this documentary and the people in it, like bro, you know, that makes my heart nearly explode. When I hear that, I have to like take a deep breath so I don't just pass out and fall over. Cause dude, we love, I don't know, we're passionate filmmakers, man. And we love this. And like, I love the cinematography of it and the filming and meeting new people and hearing their stories. So, like, to hear you um, just comment on like what it looks like. And to our credit, man, we tried to get as much original footage as we could and did not just fill it with stock b-roll um and so like dude just thank you so much for that compliment um it does not go like unnoticed man it really really means a, a lot to us and it pushes us to keep going and doing what we're doing so Absolutely. off to your uh, new question my man chris i don't believe you ever have have you you have no been? no and um I'm definitely, and I'm open and honest about this, I'm definitely the more skeptical person okay. of, our, of our team, which I think is why me and Tyler have a good yin and yang um, pull to both of us. His, uh, you know, our personalities are, are pretty much polar opposites and, and we think a lot differently, but it, it, I think it helps us create something unique and creative. Um, but like, he's very much always sending me the links to the latest, you know, sightings and technology and everything and i'm okay. always like yep that sounds cool tyler <laughs> but i don't i don't buy in like right away um and that's something that i think is cool about our documentary because uh for me and i you know maybe i'm because i spent so much time with it but when i watch it i get this really positive motivational feeling by the end with the way everybody's kind of messages coalesce yeah. into this really optimistic worldview um and while I don't have a full belief of everything they're saying necessarily, I feel like their stories do overlap in ways that I do think is really interesting and makes me open my mind definitely more to this subject matter um, and awareness of all this stuff. And so I'm hopeful that with our documentary, it one, not only makes people who maybe are very skeptical or non-believers uh, open their mind a little bit to the possibility and two, makes people who are already very much believers, uh, you know, provides them with maybe new information or new outlooks into this uh, area. Very, very well said, Chris. Yeah. And to, 
to make sure we don't skip over your question for your listeners. So I uh, <clears throat> have not, well, I don't know. I may have had one UFO sighting, okay? And, and I'll set it up like this. Uh, have seen some things move across the sky, like at night, followed them with my eye, um, where like trajectory seems, well, it most likely is a satellite, right? Reflecting sunlight from down over the horizon. Right. I can tell you when I was out on a camp out for Secrets of the Sasquatch here, maybe four weeks ago, I happened to catch Starlink, right? Come cruising across the sky overhead. And had I not seen a Starlink video before, these caterpillar-like uh, set of lights cruising across the sky, yep. I probably would have thought, holy shit, I think we have an alien invasion going on, right? Because it just looks otherworldly. So I've seen that. Um, So I'm like, okay, well, there is a possibility of some some interesting things in the sky that are explainable um, through like our current, you know, current uh, science and technology. But then I also, when I did another camp out for uh, Secrets of the Sasquatch and I camped by myself near the town of uh, the uh, abandoned city of Centralia in Centralia, Pennsylvania. Okay. I get out to my, uh, I park, get out into this state forest um, at, at night uh, and set my tent up. And as I'm setting this tent up, yeah, man, I see this light cruising across the sky and I'm like, oh, it's from like uh, right to left. And I'm like, oh man, that's interesting. I guess that's a satellite or something. And then it like ended up stopping and started like going down towards the horizon or ground in a weird kind of fashion where it would like, like go for a little bit, pause, go for a little bit, pause. Um, And then, you know, I went to get the cell phone out and record it and couldn't get it in frame and and then it disappeared. But, and then I didn't really even have a ton of time to think about it because it was like 20 degrees out and I had to get a fire start and all this stuff before I froze. (laughs) Um, But it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't explain it. I think I made a post on Reddit and some people had said they had seen it too. Um, oh, okay. That's great. I'm certainly more, uh, I, I'm definitely more open to it. I mean, with the universe as old as it is and as big as it is, I think I would probably ultimately be more surprised to find out we are the only intelligent life like in the universe. Yep. Uh, but I can't like, I guess I can't 1000% say, Hey, yep. There's definitely aliens out there right. because I, I, you know, I haven't physically seen them myself or, or, uh, anything like that. But I, I would say I'm certainly, I lean towards that, that, yeah, I feel like there's, there's a very, very good chance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, the life, life is, I mean, we're, we're a little speck in, in a big universe, you know what I mean? So I, I completely agree with you. Okay. Chris. No. Yeah. I was going to say, I agree with that sentiment as well. I definitely think there is life out there. Um, what, what I do think is cool and, and makes me a little bit more open-minded about the subject matter was uh, the way the stories of um, like these, these are, these people are very sincere with their stories uh, in our documentary conscious contact. And what I thought was cool was how they, they say similar ideas and experiences, but in their own way, um, and when you like break it down, you know, these are similar things these people are saying. They're halfway across the country and they've never met. Yet while they're saying it in their own words, it's basically the same ideas and experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we talk about that a lot when it comes to like pyramids in different parts of the world. You know, it's the same concept, just their own kind of little twist on it, you know. Yep. Um, and that happens all the time in the UFO field with people. You, you hear these similarities or they describe a, um, an aspect of their sighting and it's similar to yours. And, and that's what's so great about people sharing their stories is that it actually helps other people, you know, come out and share theirs as well. So, yeah, you're completely on spot, on point with that. Yeah. Um, and to that point, we, we um, I feel like we got into, you know, I just – like I had always been open to the possibility of aliens, but I was never someone to really, really read into it. I mean, I just happened to really get into it and maybe like uh, last uh, March or April or something. I think when I would uh, seen that, like there was the, the Pentagon's uh, UAP report yes. due in June. Yep. Right. 
So it's amazing. Well, one, like what you can learn, right, by being in this information age where everything's accessible. Like I've been able to just, yeah, bring myself up to speed as best I can. Two, it's amazing that, you know, the U.S. government, Congress and stuff and the media, mainstream media are talking about this and, and destigmatizing uh, people. Yeah. Talking about UFOs or aliens. And so I'm very happy and, and proud that Chris and I, yeah, happen to be maybe part of this movement to bring the world's like or mass consciousness into the possibility of, of extraterrestrials. And that way. Yeah, more people are open to talk about it. And in the event uh, that, yes, there is some sort of formal disclosure by the government, yeah, um, there's like not a societal collapse. Maybe we play some small role in, in just opening people's minds like, oh, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe it is possible and it wouldn't be that bad. And because like, man, I got to say that a couple people that watched the, that we um, allowed a pre-screen who had zero interest in, in extraterrestrials and zero belief dude every single one of them came out of that screening fired up and said like not and not saying oh my gosh aliens exist but just saying man i don't know right maybe they do and so just to be able to have an effect and get people like yeah just to um be open to it man and not just all like uh immediately like, ah, oh, that's that's fairy tale stuff or or conspiracy stuff or crazy talk. Like, man, just to turn yeah. start turning mindsets to, huh? Okay, I can respect that. I'm open to it. Yeah. Uh, that's dope to be there. I'm so proud. I'm happy that we that we're doing this. And I, I, what I'm proud of too is I feel like it's really easy, um, especially in the internet age, to go very negative with things. Uh, there is an audience for people who just like <laughs> negative subject matter, like movie reviews and all that kind of stuff. You know, those are right. usually the most popular is when it says, this is the worst movie of all time, that kind of thing. <laughs> and well, you know, we touch on some, some darker subject matter occasionally in conscious contact. For the most part, it comes out being a very, very positive, uplifting message, um, which wasn't planned. And I got around to the end of the movie editing it and everybody's story just kind of like i said earlier coalesced into this like little beautiful sentiment that i'm really happy with really proud of that moment at the end and uh, like we said on jolly's in this and she's probably the most controversial figure uh her story is incredibly interesting though right um and when you see clips of her online sometimes she has a way of speaking where i don't know sometimes it's like aggressive and She's very, very sincere in her beliefs. Yeah. But like yeah. she has this very poetic moment by the end of the film that I just I thought was really touching. Um, and so that's one of the things that I'm like most proud of. And like you can talk about this, like getting this message out there. I I think while yes, we are hopefully spreading this message and opening people's minds, we're also doing it in a positive way and not like it's so easy to scare people, doom. You know, especially nowadays, everything is doomed. The world's ending, climate change, politics, all that stuff. Right. And we're not really contributing to that. We're, we're contributing to hopefully the other aspect, of it, the the hope and positivity that is is out there with all this this knowledge and potential uh, information that could come out. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and in stuff like your, your documentary and all everyone's podcasts and everybody being on YouTube and getting the word out, especially to like the younger crowd and. And anybody can go out and put content out, but not everybody can make people feel warm inside when they watch a documentary. And you guys hit that spot on. You know what I mean? You actually made people feel what they were watching and not just hearing content. You know what I mean? They were getting content and having that feeling inside like I'm feeling this, you know, that is that is awesome to hear. I mean, I want to say, I hope because th that probably comes from our mostly being narrative storytellers. Um, and like I said, most of the stuff I make is like horror and comedy. So I know how to like try and craft those moments um, in a narrative movie. But I didn't really like craft, like I just, I put their moments together in a way that complemented each other. Right. So if anything, it's these people. 
Um, they're charismatic and they're sincere in their beliefs and what they are talking about. And that comes through. So if anything, uh, we should be thankful, you know, that we got Anjali to participate. We got Sue Walker, we got Clifford Mahudi, we got uh, Lampy, you know, and John Polk and stuff. So that's, that's who we are thankful um, for helping us create this. Absolutely. I mean, without those people, you know, there's, there's no conscious contact, full disclosure documentary. And it was amazing to go along this journey, building it. And like, like I said, I'm open-minded. So I wouldn't be shocked if there was some invisible hand or fate or destiny or whatever guiding this production only, you know, in so much like, man, we we're getting near the end of the edit. Chris has, it's done. It might be, he might have done like a second revision, you know, I, I, he lets me see it. I give him some notes. He adds some stuff, changes some stuff, blah, blah, blah. So we're like at the second revision. We're basically done. And Bill Nelson, the administrator of NASA, yeah, <laughs> happens to make that statement. And I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? Like, how, how does this happen? Right. This guy makes this statement publicly. When, like, unprompted, the reporter never even asked him anything about extraterrestrials or the possibility of an intelligent life. And my man just goes there. And I'm like, bro, it's just, it's it's awesome, um, you know, to know, like, I think Chris and I just experienced a lot of really neat moments throughout this whole process and journey. That's like, wow, bro, we we couldn't have scripted this any better. Like Chris said, the way these stories fit together. Like I, I gave some direction to people, but you can, it was very minimal. I let them, and Chris, if you watch all the raw footage, like I let them tell their stories. I didn't interrupt them. I just let them go. So it was so crazy what came out of them um, and how it all intertwined, you know, it was, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, um, I just thank you guys for making a documentary like this because you they, they, they don't come around every day. Um, so it was, it was definitely pretty neat. And the people, the way that you guys made it, so their story is intertwined. It was neat that you did it that way, and it worked perfectly. I mean, you, there, there's not one thing that's bad about that documentary. So it, it's pretty cool. Um, but I want to go ahead and take our break right now. Um, when we come back, we can dive a little bit more deeper into it. Um, so we'll be right back um, with the second half of UFO Encounters Worldwide. And thanks to our sponsors, Gypsy Days Clothing Line and All Things UFO Facebook Group. We'll be right back after these messages. All Things UFO Facebook group is now the official sponsor of UFO Encounters Worldwide. It's the place where I go to get my information. They have the latest UFO news with the best topics and ran by amazing people. You go there and it's a group environment where you can share your stories with other people and get answers to the questions you need. Check them out today. That's All Things UFO Facebook group. I go there and you should too. Hey everyone, this is your host, Jesse Peake from UFO Encounters Worldwide. I'm here today to let everybody know about a new project that I started to help research the UFO phenomenon. It's called Project Bat Tech 404. It stands for Battery Technology, and 404 is an error code that you usually get with, tech, with technology, or a cell phone, GPS, or any kind of tablet that you hold in your hand. So it's Project Bat Tech 404, and what we're investigating is electrical malfunctions associated with UFO sightings or encounters. You can report your sighting or encounter at battech404researchmembers at gmail.com today, and one of our team members will get in contact with you and investigate your case. You can also go and check out our website today, which is Project battech404.wordpress.com. Again, that's Project Battech404.wordpress.com. 
www.wordpress.com. You can go on there and see all of our goals of the entire project, what we plan to achieve, and all of our trained team members that are included in this research project. Again, it's Project Bat Tech 404, and we are researching electrical malfunctions associated with UFO sightings or encounters. Check out the website today. Hey, did you know UFO Encounters Worldwide has an official website for the podcast? That's right. You can go to ufoencountersworldwide.wordpress.com today and check out all of the cool content we have on the UFO phenomenon. You can get all of the content and information for each episode on the website. Plus, you can follow my travels and see some of my work. There's even new weekly updates on the UFO phenomenon with megalithic structures and different places from around the world with UFO sightings. That's UFO Encounters worldwide.wordpress.com Check it out today. Gypsy Days, the new clothing line specializing in custom design with you in mind. So you can be groovy and carefree while at the same time looking out of this world. Handmade to fit your every need with the best indeed. Gypsy Days clothing, coming soon. All right, welcome back to the second half of episode 34 with our guests Tyler and Chris from Dockside Media. Uh, right before the break, we were just discussing some of the aspects of the documentary, Conscious Contact, Full Disclosure. Um, so I, you guys are working on some other stuff as well. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are, we are very busy. We keep our sleep very full. Tyler, why don't you talk a little bit about, um, I guess, In Plain Sight, which is probably the most relevant to the discussion. Yeah, to this, you know, to your podcast community, uh, and you had mentioned before heading to that break about, man, like that you guys are making these type of UFO documentaries. Yeah. Well, maybe we got another one coming. How about that? In Plain Sight, the intelligence community and UFOs. And, you know, my buns just got back. So people, uh, you know, Google that thrown into YouTube or Facebook uh, or Twitter. We've got uh, a trailer that I, I just ripped. I flew out last Thursday, uh, flew back in Friday, uh, and I had interviewed uh, retired CIA, CIA officer John Ramirez. So if uh, people in the, you know, in this UFO community, I don't know if You've noticed he's popped up in the discussion, man, maybe like two, three months ago. He started doing uh, like some podcasts and a PowerPoint presentation, one that he submitted to the CIA, and they signed off on it that everything was okay to say. They're, they weren't saying it was true or false, but they said he was allowed to present it. Wow. So it's like, wow. That's dude. a first. <laughs> um, yeah. So. You know, it even brings us, I don't know if ultimately we will get to this point, um, but we have the option, right, to when this documentary is finished, I'm still logging interviews for it, but, you know, we can submit to the CIA if we'd like to and see if they'll sign off on it, uh, <laughs> which, which, which just blows my mind that we might be able to put that stamp on the doc. Now, it, it, it'll add, you know, probably a couple months to the turnaround. But just the, the network and the people I've met uh, throughout this journey, right, since August. So for the listeners out there, man, just get your feet moving, bro. You can grow quick. We're talking, you know, four months later, um, five months later. Yeah, man, I, we're going to be able to do stuff like that. And I, I got to talk to Chris about it. I don't know if we ultimately will. But it's just neat to even have that possibility. Hell yeah. Um, so, so we have In Plain Sight. Uh, uh, the intelligence community and UFOs coming out. Um, we also finished filming everything for the Ghosts of Gettysburg, um, which was super neat. That was uh, again we we interwove a number of interviews through people who uh, own like the haunted trails at Gettysburg. Okay. Uh, the link uh, the inn at Lincoln Square. 
uh, in Gettysburg there, those owners. Uh, we did a like camp out and a seance and whatnot with spirit boxes. Really? And phasma boxes and had some really, again, Chris, you know, yeah. much more skeptical than, than other people, but there was just some very odd or interesting coincidental things perhaps that happened during that yeah out. i i am very much skeptic of much more skeptical of ghosts than i am of um aliens and i will say my new ish 400 500 battery uh broke <laughs> really right then and there like right after they said you know sometimes your um electrical equipment and stuff will will not work here and i'm like oh okay yeah. And I go to turn on my my um, battery box thing, my little yeah, it's a, it's a battery Portable generator, um, and it didn't work. <laughs> wow, how about that? Yeah. yeah. Real so quick, like, I'm doing a project right now. I'm heading a project where we're actually investigating electrical malfunctions that occur at UFO sightings. So that's pretty neat. <laughs> you know what it I mean? Is neat, yeah. And we sometimes link the paranormal to to UFOs. You know, we keep an open mm -hmm. mind that way. So that's pretty neat. You said that. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it was a moment that was uh, unexpected. And there was a few of those. It was a really interesting experience. Um, I mean, not too many people can say they got to participate in a seance with a medium um, at a haunted, you know, very historical place where tons of people died from a battle, you know. Yeah. Um, and we did. <laughs> and we got to record it all. And we got to interview everyone. Um and we also got to talk to Don Allison, who is a, you know, he's a historian, he's an author, he's a journalist, but he's also, uh, you know, gotten into the paranormal. A uh, very credible guy. So we got a lot of cool stuff. And that's currently being edited right now. It's coming together really well. Uh, it's a ton of fun because there's some really interesting factual historical information in there. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, there's also some just, you know, seance, phasma box, you know, footage just really, really interesting stuff out there. And the way I get to edit it, I get to really pull my horror uh, love into this thing, try and make it as creepy as possible, try and make <laughs> it as entertaining as possible. So I'm really enjoying it. And to that point, dude, like, yo, it blows our minds from like the historical aspect and just the timing. We're currently, as of like January, 2020, national parks, no longer require a permit for filming. So my man, Jesse, we, dude, we have reenactors on the Gettysburg battlefield. That's dog. awesome, man. And we got footage of it. So like, again, man, we did, we're, we're not making some just stock B-roll filled docs. Dude, we, we um, hustled, yeah. we inspired and motivated, uh, got a people to join us on this journey and quest to make this documentary and here we are you know pulling all-nighters at, at on haunted uh historic lands and then um going yep going right into the the battlefield at you know uh, before before daybreak that's awesome and filming people like i mean it was crazy dude i get so fired up when i just think about it because it's like dog i can't believe we freaking do this this yeah, is nuts man. That's like a, yeah. that's a dream, man. You're, you guys are living it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And anybody else can do it, man. We just went and did this on our own hustle heart, you know, and belief that, bro, we, we can do this, man. And we're using, you know, it's not the most expensive equipment out there. Like, yeah, no. I mean, at this point in our careers, we've been able to invest in, in, uh, you know, you, you, you can tell it looks like a good documentary. So, so decent equipment, but it's, you know, commercial equipment, or I'm, I'm sorry, a consumer grade equipment, like consumer tech is so advanced now. Right. That man, you, you can put together a package of cameras and a drone. Um, now you need to go get your remote pilot's license for that to, yeah. to fly the drone and yep. use it commercially. But, but even that like stuff just comes up and you're like, ah, I can let that hang me up and we don't ever get drone footage or I can go take that test. Yeah, and get the license, that, and that yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. That's one thing that drew Tyler and I together is we are both very, very, very motivated people. We produce a lot. Um, a lot of filmmakers, you know, uh, find reasons to not 
do something. Uh, it costs money. It does this. And they just find reasons to always like sit at home and not actually execute on their vision or their thing. And we just kind of go out there. We do it. We're very open and honest with it. If you follow Dockside Media, um, you'll see we're constantly putting out content, trailers, yeah. yep. videos and stuff like that. And, you know, it opens us up to a lot because we get a lot of criticism, too, because Tyler's an extremely uh, positive, optimistic, high energy individual. Um, and some people are, you know, cynical sometimes with with our positivity. And that's fine. We <laughs> Tyler Howie's cast really reminds me that there's like seven billion people in the world and you can't Absolutely. please everyone. So don't even try. So just Absolutely. be yourself, uh, which is great. Really good message. Um, and so that's kind of what we and we're not making it for the people that don't like us, bro. We're only making it for the ones. Yeah, that do, that's you know? right. And for ourselves. <laughs> that's right. So why do we even care what the people that hate us? I don't care less. I'm not making it for that. Right. Keep going, so, you were doing great. Yeah. So no, we, we don't let anything hold us back. We just keep going. Um, and so as far as like conscious contact, full disclosure, I messaged Tyler because there's this awesome guy I know um, from my YouTube channel and his name's Adam Hartwick and he's also in Pennsylvania. He has this love for silicon masks, those like expensive ones. He's just a huge fan of them. He has a, a YouTube channel called Shadow Alley Productions. And he's such a cool dude. And we're like, Adam, I know you have all these masks. Would you be interested in coming and doing some like B-roll as an alien for us? That was him? <laughs> that was him. And that was yeah. one of the things like I thought was important because I've seen, you know, I don't watch, like I said, I don't watch a lot of documentaries, but I clipped through some of the trailers and stuff of other alien docs and everything. And there's just so much B-roll, like stock B-roll. Um, yeah. And yep. for and viewers that don't know what stock B-roll is, is like you just put in a Google search, oh, alien um, walking through field. And like you just, yep, somebody has a picture, a stock image of an alien in a field and you yeah, buy it and then you put it in your documentary. In stock video, you can buy the copyright. And, and don't get me wrong, we definitely have stock video in ours as well. But we tried to do a ton of, you know, actual B-roll and stuff. So we got Adam to come in his full alien getup and got him to do a whole bunch of stuff. We spent a whole day with him. We went to we went into the grocery store and got kicked out. All kinds yeah. of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, and, you know, and he's also in our sequence of Sasquatch movie, which is, you should see the Sasquatch uh, costume he built. But, and we've gotten questions oh. about that, where it's like, well, you got to get the real thing and all that. But we are also not only trying to create something that's interesting and thought-provoking, but also entertaining and compelling. And so you might have the most interesting information, factually accurate information, but if you deliver it in the most boring, monotone way, it doesn't matter because that right. information is not going to be absorbed. That's right. So we're trying to do both of those things. Um, and so we go and we do that extra effort. Like, we don't care. Like, we're, we're running around in a national, you know, or a park, there's people walking, there's people with kids running around and we got this guy in an alien suit and we're just, we're just going for it. <laughs> that's um, awesome though. So <laughs> that's kind yeah. of our mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to Adam. Yep. Hartwick with shout out, uh, uh shadow alley productions. Cause right, dude. So for the, the secrets of the Sasquatch, my man, Jesse, you're out here in Pennsylvania. So maybe some of your listeners know, but like if you Google white cliffs of Kanoi, okay. It's like near Marietta, Pennsylvania, and the images, it's like, what? This is right here near us? So, dog, we're, we're getting him. I think it's not this weekend, but the next. And we're heading out there. Yeah, we're filming awesome. Sasquatch footage, and it will look insane on these crazy giant white rocks inside the forest around there. Um, and it just helps tell these uh, very personal at personable or personal, personal, incredible stories um, from these uh, Sasquatch experiencers. And I love how you mentioned earlier about uh, you guys are uh, investigating, I think it was like uh, UFOs and electromagnetic yeah, yeah, uh, interference yep. or something like that. Yep. Uh, so you're open to the paranormal side. And so what we're doing with this Secrets of the Sasquatch is. Yeah, we're going to open it up to the possibility of Sasquatch being interdimensional. Yes. There's interdimensional beings. There's people talking about that. Yes, they are. Um, you know, so like, yeah, we, we're trying to present just original documentaries um, with genuine stories. That's that awesome. People haven't heard, man. And uh, Chris, is there anything else? Are those the only ones? I guess we named all five. Um, yeah, we but have, certainly, I think your audience would really, really, really like in plain sight. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, the intelligence community and UFOs. And if anybody's out there listening in the intelligence community or rather former intelligence community, feel free to, feel free to reach out to myself, Tyler, at DocSideMedia.com. I'm still scheduling interviews and we're thinking, I feel like, man, by the end of February, we'll have that all filmed. And uh, yeah, we'll be able to start cutting that. That's what's up, man. And see, this is what sets you guys aside from everybody else because you are doing it that way and not just typing in Google for, you know, the everyday normal thing that everybody else shows in their docs. So that's it's awesome. You guys are going that far and that passionate about what you guys do. And it shows, you know. Yeah. And I, like, uh, I guess maybe because I don't know, I'm, we're both mid 30s now and it just got to a point in our lives where for me, at least, where it's like, just go for it. There's nothing to lose. Um, so we do really put ourselves out there and engage and are as open and as honest as possible. Um, and we just don't let anything keep us back. So if you are interested in making something, we try and encourage everyone to just kind of like do it, just go for it. Um, Cause you have it in you. Um, everybody does, I think, right. as long as there's some passion there. So. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm a big believer in, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's a, wall of numbers and just you know putting like the work in like if you practice anything i don't care what it is but if you do something again and again and again like it's it's a law of nature or whatever man like you just get better you do yeah and if it's something you're passionate about and really love well man you you would surprise yourself how quickly you can excel and improve your skill set um and in whatever it is that you love so if there's people out there listening like oh man I'm really into history. Maybe I should make a, a history podcast about the, the historical things I find interesting. Like, dude, I would encourage you to go do it. Yeah. And I bet the more that you go do it, the better you're going to get. I mean, Jesse, I, I think I heard at the beginning, what is this episode 34? Yep. So I bet if somebody went back and listened to episode one up to 34, they'd be like, dude, my man has become a better podcaster <laughs> yeah. by podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and so kudos to you, man, in your journey and what fires you up. Yeah, man. I try to tell people all the time, you know, if you're passionate about something, do it. And uh, ufology is what I'm passionate about. And um, I've been just ever since I got into it, just been going strong and things have been falling into my lap and, and working out beautifully. And then I get to meet people like you guys, you know, Exactly. So, That's how that stuff works. You put yourself out there, you'll find people who align with you. And, you know, when those passions come together, it's awesome. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys are putting really good stuff out. Like you guys are doing the UFO, the Sasquatch, the paranormal, you know what I mean? The Gettysburg thing. It's great. Those like and, and we talk about a lot of times that this stuff kind of all intertwines with each other. You know what I mean? So you're, you're grabbing that entire audience. You know what I mean? And kind of including everybody from the paranormal, the UFO, you know what I mean? And putting it all it's, into one. It's great. It's it's all kind of stuff we think is cool, too. And we're hoping, you know, once we do a few of these, people see, oh, it's Dockside Media. I yeah. might not necessarily believe everything in this thing, but, man, that was some entertaining stuff um, and worth my time. And that's what we're hopeful for. Uh, so we're going to keep going with these. I'm also, uh, you know, I'm going to be filming my feature narrative movie this year. We ran a crowdfunding campaign for that, which was super successful. And so I'm super pumped for that. So, uh, yeah, we're busy. We're busy guys. We just keep making stuff. That's good, though. Yeah. Man. That's great. And, and to parlay off that, like the, the you know, what we're hoping and what, what some of the pre-screening feedback has been is that, after they've watched Conscious Contact Full Disclosure, and we've mentioned, oh, uh, at that time, I think we only had The Ghost of Gettysburg somewhat filmed and The Secrets of the Sasquatch on the Slate to be filmed. Um, or started, yeah, it was starting to be filmed. And these people, they're just like, oh, man, dude, I am totally watching The Ghost of Gettysburg. I'm totally, or eh, not really into Gettysburg, but I am definitely watching Secrets of the Sasquatch. So it's awesome that, you know, we're, we're the same guys doing the same process, like building these documentaries. So it's, you know, it's going to be a, like a brand, you know, you'll be able to recognize our films, I think, by the, the way it looks and, and the way the posters look. Absolutely. And so it's a great journey and process and we're having a lot of fun 
you know, building a brand, right? So if anybody out there, if you want to do something, man, we just did it and we're growing this brand and, <clears throat> you know, just, uh, it, it's just been an incredible, incredible journey. Um, now has this, love now, everything now, about it. do you guys had, is this just something that started out like as a side hobby and then it just kind of grew? So, um, I've been a full-time graphic web designer, um, for about a decade. Did I do a YouTube channel for the last five years and podcast last five years that, um, called bad movie night, which is just talking about low budget movies. Okay. Um, but also was doing commercial video work and stuff like that. Me and Tyler had started something called my business, my story before COVID had hit where we were just going out interviewing local businesses to hear their stories. Thought it was a cool little, um, and something we might pick up again, actually. But it was I just really a cool, cool little show because you got to hear these really personal stories that were really super interesting. Like we interviewed Vitable, who own like diners and stuff. And it's like, oh, how interesting can that be? Well, it turns out, house. It's Stumpy's hat. It turns out, well, when you talk to people, <laughs> most people actually do have a really interesting story because it's not easy to bring something like that to fruition. And so there's a journey there and you get to unpack that and learn more about that kind of stuff. Um, so that was what we were doing at first. And then COVID hit and it kind of put a kibosh on all that whole thing because just couldn't really go meet with people. Um, and then I thought, well, let's do a documentary at some point and just kind of spiraled out from there. But in the interim, you know, I've, I've worked on a few feature films and stuff like that, edited feature films, stuff like that. So been doing video work for I don't know five years now okay um did I mean I'm like made movies in high school and all that kind of stuff too but I didn't go to film school okay right and may I um <clears throat> you know a sales rep um and I just uh, for like an industrial distributor and I just so happened uh like I think this may will be six years ago yeah just happened to see like a movie trailer come across uh, like during a commercial break or whatever watching tv and for whatever reason my brain that day i saw and i'm like oh my gosh dude that's just a bunch of one second two second three second video clips strung together to tell a story i, I bet i could do that and like went outside with my uh cell phone and my son i think he was like one and a half at the time or so um but he was taking a nap so i just like got his toy dinosaur and filmed like a fictitious movie trailer called the dino slayer <laughs> um, just all like off the cuff, um, filmed a bunch of just different clips, how I thought, you know, like I could trim them down and, and then string them together. And I did it all on my phone using like a free app, put a little music behind it and sound effects. And I was like, yeah, posted it to Facebook and it got like some good engagement. And I was just like really proud. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, I can't believe I did this. See, that's awesome. And then from, from there, it was just, um, man, I don't know, a year or two of like cell phone production um, and just a lot of it, just whatever would come across my mind. I would do a sketch or make different characters or whatever it was, uh, film footage of my son at playgrounds and string it together or go on adventures, create like an H&T adventure series. And we go to the Eagle Super Bowl uh, parade and uh, like all over the place, uh, Niagara Falls. And yeah, I just, kept going somebody a couple people eventually liked the work they started hiring me to film like commercials for them with my cell phone and somebody <laughs> actually hired me to do their wedding and i was like oh man i forget if it was like two weeks before the wedding but i'm like man i mean they know the quality of my work they know i'm shooting on a cell phone mounted on a gimbal but i just i don't, I don't know I, I don't feel right showing up you know they're, they're paying me this much money to do it and so I got a camera, like a Sony a6500 right. and uh, a Sigma 30 millimeter f1.4 lens and a Xeon crane gimbal. And I went out, dude, and shot like a, just a, some test video of that, you know, the, the camera and the gimbal um, at like a local trail. And dude, yeah, I, went, I couldn't wait to get home, strung it together. And I'm like, yo, let's go baby we <laughs> a business and that dude yeah ripped that wedding it um ended up yeah being super gnarly and uh yeah then just and the whole thing was like my tt productions uh page was like oh man it, 
early on in the in the journey i was just making enough videos i'm like yeah i need some place to like just kind of land like post these where it's just videos i don't want to just post them all to my uh personal facebook page and like so that's how that started and then grew into a real production company right, right? like a real sole prop proprietorship that's um, awesome guys that's 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 really cool <laughs> it's insane and then yep people with for music videos uh, local artists and like getting some of like one of those videos for uh zachary william uh the music video what i have found i mean i think it had like 146,000 views organically on facebook you know and so just really neat being able to do really neat stuff or, or uh, commercials or for like or a trailer or commercial work for like retreat behavioral health and um, it's just been a great process. And Chris, again, to the listeners out there, when Chris pitched this whole thing about the doc documentaries, I said, okay, yep. So we just started. We get the Anjali interview. I don't know if we got the Sue Walker interview yet or not, but Chris is like, man, like we, we need to LLC this to, to protect ourselves. Yeah. And my man just went online and did the work and LLC a cup. You know what I mean? Like anybody can do it. That's it's cool. not, it's not rocket science. And we worked through it and we opened business in our banking accounts, which is again, just putting ourselves out there. People. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. And, you know, assurance and all those cool things that just legitimize us and allow yeah. us I mean, to, to grow. We'll have a, we can't talk too much about it now, but we'll have a big announcement by the end of the month. And it's just crazy to think back, like, we just started, I don't know, less than six months ago. <laughs> That's great, though. That's really cool, wow. man. Um, we got about a minute left. Um, can you tell everybody where they can follow you guys and, and look for the new upcoming stuff that you guys will be posting? Go ahead, Tyler. Sure. All right. So we have our main website, which is www.docsidemedia.com. And you're spelling doc, D-O-C short for documentary and then i feel like the majority of our social media postings if you want to keep up with us and follow along with what we're doing are at facebook.com slash dockside media we're also on youtube don't think we have enough followers yet on that channel to have like the original url but if you put in, yeah, search for Dockside Media, uh, you should be able to find us. It'll be the one that has the trailers for Secrets of the Sasquatch and Conscious Contact Full Disclosure and all that. And then we're also on Twitter, at Dockside Media. And I feel like that's all the places we're at. Yep. Right. Yeah, that's great. I'll make sure we I would love the engagement and we try and respond to everybody who reaches out to us because it, it sincerely means a lot to us and fires us up more to just go harder that's that's great because a lot of people don't usually respond to people that reach out you know um so that's great to hear that and i'll make sure i put all your links in the description of the episode um this way everybody can find you guys real easy and i want to thank you for coming on today it was a great conversation yeah thanks so much jesse yeah, thank you so much yeah appreciate it man absolute honor yeah we'll definitely keep in touch and have to have you guys on again maybe next year or halfway through the year again when you guys come out with your new uh docs and uh we'll talk about them sounds awesome i love right. it man love right it. all right well uh this will be the end of the episode for ufo encounters worldwide i want to thank our sponsors all things ufo facebook group and gypsy days clothing line um, and we will be back next week with a special guest. Uh, we'll, we'll be putting that out on Twitter as it gets closer to the Thursday. Um, and with that said, um, just remember to keep your eyes in the sky. Well, I had a lot of fun today with our guests, Chris and Tyler from Dockside Media. I'll tell you something, I learned a lot. And it seems they're just as passionate about the documentary aspect of things as I am with the UFO field. And I really appreciate them coming on today and honoring us and letting us know how it is in the documentary world. And they're doing amazing work and putting amazing people into the scenes. It's just a great thing that they're doing and I am fully behind them and support them with their work. And I really recommend going over and checking out Conscious Contact Full Disclosure. It's an amazing documentary and it was well done. Um, I also want to thank our sponsors, All Things UFO Facebook Group and Gypsy Days Clothing Line. 
Um, they help keep the show continuing to go week in and week out. And thank you again to Tammy Cummings for making a donation. Your support goes a long way, and we thank you for being a longtime listener. We'll be back next week with another episode of UFO Encounters Worldwide. And until then, keep your eyes in the sky. Yeah.